Welcome to another session on the Communities Podcast. We pray that this word will richly bless you and speak directly to your heart. Enjoy and be blessed. There is something special about somebody that is willing. I'm not just talking about being willing to be a welcome mat or to be walked over, but there is something special when you are willing to go the extra mile, when you're willing to walk away from things you're meant to walk away from, when you're willing to stick in things that you want to walk away from. There's something beautiful about that. And this being willing really just does unlock something inside of God. When you are willing, it just brings God closer into your situation. Because I'll never forget this question when I asked God for years. I fasted. I prayed for hours. I read the Bible often to and fro all across the Bible, read as much as what I can just to get what God wanted me to do. And, and I spoke to men of God, women of God. Uh, and I was for years studied, man, listening to eight podcasts a week from different preachers, all that, that you know, had mega churches and that great revelation and great teaching. And and, and I was just listening and trying to find out, God, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? And out of my own frustration the one day, and I'm praying, and I'm like, Lord, what do you want me to do? And God answered me and said, what are you willing to do? What are you willing to do for the kingdom? Part of that first session, we, 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 we dealt with servants obey, but sons show initiative. And when you are a son of God, and when you're really walking with the Lord and you have not yet heard God say to you what to do, there is something that inside of you that you just know, man, if I, I just want to do something for God, I can't earn salvation. I can't, I can't pay God back for what he did for me, but I'm going to try. I'm going to try and say, thank you for the thing that you gave me. Thank you for the life that you gave me. Thank you for delivering me. Thank you for setting me up. Because if God just wanted me to be in heaven, he would have waited for me at number 99 and then sent a preacher to my bed and said, son, you're about to die. And where are you going to wake up tomorrow when you, when you have crossed over to the other side? Are you going to be up or are you going to be down? There must be more than just being saved. There must be more than the 30-fold. There must be more than the 60-fold. And even 100-fold, what does that even mean and look like? But being willing moves God to a place where he says, who will go for us? Catherine Kuhlman made this statement. I think she said there were two or three other men. I think it was two. Two other men that God called before me, but they didn't move. God called her because she was willing. God wants to do something in someone's life, but he will not be able to do it because you're not willing to do it. And God will not override your will. He's the perfect gentleman. God does not override your will. He does not override our wills. Yes, he might bend it. Yes, he might try everything to get into your will, to show you his will. He might wrestle you and break a hip. You can ask Jacob about that when you see him. But what are you willing to do for the kingdom? Isaiah, who is known as one of the major prophets of the Old Testament, and you, you read anywhere through the book of Isaiah and you won't find that he was called to be a prophet, but yet we recognize him as one of the major prophets. In fact, he's called the eagle-eyed prophet. 
He is called the prophet who sees the most of the coming of the Messiah, which is something that is very interesting because Jesus says of John the Baptist, here is the greatest prophet. Here is the greatest prophet, and you who are the least of these is greater than him in my father's kingdom. He is the greatest prophet, but what makes John the Baptist the greatest prophet by using that standard? It is because John the Baptist out of a crowd could look and say, that's the Messiah, which kind of gives you a new standard of what prophets are supposed to be doing. They're the ones that point to Christ, not the ones who give you fancy predictions, not against the fancy predictions. But here you have Isaiah in the Old Testament. 600 or 800 BC, I think, 800 BC. And he, he has this, the most prophetic word concerning the new Messiah, the Christ. Unto us a son is given, right? And you know how he started out his prophetic journey? He was in a place where he could be caught up in the presence of God. And he heard God speak to himself. Oof, God speaking to himself. <laughs> Psalm 42, oh, my soul. You see, it's healthy for you to speak to yourself. It's biblical. And so Isaiah is in this place, and he hears God speak to himself. And he says, who will go for us? Whom shall we send? Ooh. Willingness unlocks something in God. When Isaiah heard it, he said, send me, here am I. Send me. Here am I. Willingness unlocks something inside of God. And then this guy becomes the prophet that we read the most about the coming of the Messiah. In other words, he had the greatest revelation of the Messiah coming. And if you go by the standard that Jesus pointing to John the Baptist by what makes the great prophet, because we don't read of the great prophetic words that John the Baptist talks about. Remember, John the Revelator, the guy that wrote the book of Revelation, is not the same guy as John the Baptist. And John the Baptist does not give us any kind of future predictions of no floods, no storms, no next president, no next leader, no next king, no next Caesar. He's just the one who says, behold, the lamb. Then you have Isaiah who gives us the most word about the coming Messiah. And it all happened because he was willing. Willingness unlocks something in God to move you into a position that elevates you, that promotes you. Who's going to get the job? You are because you're willing. Thanks for taking the time to listen. <clears throat> and I pray and hope that God really works inside of you, that you become willing to do anything for the Lord. And not just anything because you hear clear instruction, but you're just willing to move because something in your heart moves and says, hey, there's some kids over there, or there's some people over there, or there's an area over there that I really want to go and serve, or I really want to go and do, because I just want to bring God something because of everything that he brought me. God bless you. And see you again. Ciao.